Hey guys, this is April, also known as the Soul Coach. This is episode 23. Hey guys, so this episode is all about letting go. I think as we end 2018 and moving into 2019, I think it's really good to re- to reflect about like the things that worked and didn't work in 2018 and also to look forward to 2019. But one of the things that we have to do as we move into 2019 is to let go of the things that no longer serve us. I recorded this episode last Saturday. And I was in a place where I was walking and spirit just was talking to me and just was like, look, you need to do an episode of letting go because you need to let go of something because you're holding on to something so tight that you have to let go of it. And I didn't understand really like what spirit was saying to me. So I just kind of like, you know, went in one ear, came out the other. I know I need to let go. I need to let go. And then because I really wasn't clear on what it was exactly that I needed to let go well Saturday night you know I'm getting dressed I'm already running late to meet my friends out and and I felt like it was just on me like letting go letting go letting go letting go and it was just like spirit kept repeating it over and over and over again let it go let it go let it go But I was like, I still didn't understand what letting it go meant. And so I started recording this podcast and then like spirit started talking through me as I was speaking. And when I played it back, listening to it, I was like, yeah, that definitely was meant for people um, who's ever out there in an audience that really needs to hear that they need to let go of something as they're holding on to something to really uh, to too closely and too tight and I was like I still wasn't sure what that meant for me so I went ahead and I got dressed and I was recording I was getting dressed and I was like no I'm gonna I'm gonna wait before I drop this episode because I was gonna drop it on Monday and then I was like no let me redo it and let me just go ahead and do it on Friday like I said I was and really kind of go throughout the week and kind of see what else comes up for letting go. Well, a lot came up. And when you are connected to divine and you are being a vessel, you have to sometimes take a step and really be like, okay, am I Am I following? Am I obeying what they're asking me to do? Or or is my ego in the way? And so I had to make that discernment because I wanted to make sure that I wanted the message to be clear because it was such an important message. I've never had spirit so strongly want me to talk about letting go. And this to me is something that's so important because when you do not let go you're blocking yourself from your next step in your next your next path in life. So this episode we're going to talk about letting go. Let's get started.
All right, you guys. So let's, there's so many levels of letting go. And I want to talk about letting go um, when it comes to our careers, when it comes to relationships, when it comes to this ideal of how we're supposed to be seen in the world. And it, And let's define what an ego is. Ego is a person's sense of self-esteem or self-importance. It's the part of the mind that meditates between the conscious and the unconscious and is responsible for reality testing and sense of personal identity. In metaphysics, a conscious thinking subject. Ego. I, being a Leo, am ego-driven. Throughout my years, before I awakened, it was all about how much money I could make. And through those years that I made all this money, I have nothing to show for it. And it was just being able to have the freedom to buy this, do this, go here, and so forth and so on. And I really wasn't being smart with the money. But I wanted to be seen as, oh, look at April. She's got it going on. She's over here. She's traveling. She's doing that. You know, and I've visited a lot of beautiful places around the world. I have had a lot of great fortune in my life. I've had a lot of material things. But throughout all of the ego-driven things that I collected throughout the years, I had nothing of substance. And letting go of that started when Hurricane Katrina came. I was in New Orleans and I literally was like, I wouldn't even date guys that wore sneakers. That's how wrapped up I was in my ego and myself, right? He had to wear designer shoes because I had Prada, Gucci, Louis Vuitton. I had every designer under the sun. I only shopped at Saks at Fifth Avenue and Canal Place, and I only like went to Lakeside. I only shopped certain places, right? I only dated I only dated particular guys unless they had to have money. They had to be in a very nice car. Uh, they had to have the social status. <clears throat> Back then, me being ego driven. I felt like that is what how I wanted to be seen in the world, right? So Hurricane Katrina hit, and I lost every single thing. When I lost everything and realized that for two days, I couldn't even get in contact with my parents, I didn't even know if they were dead or alive. I had no idea, so I'm listening to the radio. And at that point, I uh, was with my then ex-fiance, but we weren't engaged yet. Uh, he was in the military, so we were we were pretty safe. But listening to the radio, I was like, "Is my parents okay? Like, what is going on?" So I couldn't get to my family. Like, it, I think I think it was about two or three days. When I finally got there, like I noticed, like all my childhood memories were on the side of the street. I remember. Like, I had this drawer, this uh, this Chester drawer that I had, like, all of my life. And it was sitting on the side of the curb. 
and I had like carvings from like high school with me and my best friends would like carve on the side like of the the drawer because it was like our thing and that is no longer a memory like it was on the side of the road because it was damaged my parents have a two-story home and they got four feet of water on their second floor they were about to go in an attic and then the water started to stop you know and started to recede when I saw my mom walk down the stairs I couldn't help but get emotional because I was like this is what's important family um my dad uh, <clears throat> came out and we just hugged and cried and hugged and cried and hugged and cried because they didn't know if I was okay and I didn't know if they were okay and to me that was part of the death of the ego because all those designer clothes and handbags and shoes I had so many shoes it was ridiculous that uh it wasn't important anymore what was important to me was family and being alive and throughout the whole transition coming out of Katrina and being weeks without uh, electricity you know me and my ex <clears throat> we went to Florida then the job that I was at, they hadn't heard from me because I had no communication via phone. So when I moved, so when we uh, went to Florida for a few days, I was able to call my boss and she was crying on the phone because she didn't know what happened to me. And she had already like, no, we got you another job position. Don't worry about it. This is what we're going to do. I'm going to relocate to Florida. And I was like, no. I'm not, I'm not doing any of that. But anyway, I don't want to get on that tangent about Katrina. However, that was like the beginning of the death of my ego. I'm a Leo. I'm ego driven. It's one of my personalities. I know I am. And I had to check myself throughout that period. So then I realized that designer things aren't important. Then I realized that if a guy wears sneakers, he's not trash. <laughs> so silly, right? But that's how my ego was going through life. After Katrina, you know, I kind of got settled. And then, like, you know, I got engaged in all this other stuff. And, you know, life happened. And then I got back into my ego again. Ego took another step in. And then when me and my ex-fiance broke up, it was another death of the ego. And after me and um, my ex-fiance broke up, I just decided that I needed to check myself and let go of this idea that I'm supposed to be a certain way, that I'm supposed to showboat is pretty much what I was doing Um, because I had like a beautiful home and a nice truck and just all this stuff that I was doing just to show out. And I'm like, why am I, who am I trying to impress? Like, why is that important? And the minute that I let go of that is when I felt like this weight was off my shoulder. I felt like I was free. Uh, because that ego was just, dri- it was driving me. And pride and ego will kill you faster than a bullet because it blocks you 
from seeing what's really important. And what's really important is things that are of substance. And I'm not sure if you guys are in a point where you feel like you're ego-driven. But ego could be a lot of different things. Ego could be not speaking to a friend that you guys had an argument about. And you guys been friends for years. But your pride and your ego is stopping you from reaching out to that person. What if that person gets killed? You really have to think about things like that. What your argument was, was it worth it to stop being somebody's friend for decades and years? Because you want to be petty? That's the ego. And I'm not saying that you can't exit people out of your life because I have. Because what they were doing in my life no longer served me in my highest good. So I had to cut them off. But have I had arguments with friends that I've held grudges with? Absolutely. Absolutely. I felt that person didn't do me right. Blah, blah, blah. So I'm going to let my ego drive. And then I'm not going to talk to that person. It's something, God forbid, something happened to that person. I will be forever. I would would regret that. Don't be ego-driven. Letting go of your ego doesn't mean that you are letting go of your your pride or how your your self-esteem. Like, you know, you definitely want to love yourself. And that comes with self-love. That comes with, you know, you walking in your truth. You being connected to divine. You have an understanding that, you know, my higher self is in the driver's seat. And I and anything that is for my highest good is going to manifest in my life. Anything that is not is going to fall by the wayside. And that is how you have to think and say and live your life. Not by the ego. When we sit here on social media and we look how other people are living their lives, they're only showing you snippets of what's going on in their life. You don't know the things that are happening behind the scenes. And if if your goal is to live like someone else, you need to stop it. Cut it out. That's the ego. Letting go of your ego and allowing divine to lead you is the most freeing thing in the world. The end of last year, I had to humble myself. Because I had a lot of stuff going on and it was bad in 2017. It was bad. And I had to humble myself. And throughout that process, it made me more powerful and it made me stronger than I've ever been in my entire life. Because I no longer felt like I needed to live for other people and their perception of who they thought I should be. When I just live for myself. I have so many things that are going on behind the scenes in my life. That are fantastic. That I have not even shared with anybody. And I'm not going to share. I'm just going to just show up and be like, boom, there you go. Boom, there you go. There you go. Because before I'd be like, girl, let me tell you what's going on. And, blah, 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 and it blocks my manifestation. Because a lot of times you share these good news with people. And 
they not don't they don't have your best interests at heart. They're a little jealous. So, but I would tell my friends, girl, yeah, because I'm doing this and I'm doing this and I'm doing that because that was my ego. Telling them, girl, look, not realizing that you don't have to to say and tell everything you you do, right? So. Letting go of the ego is freeing, it's powerful, and it's necessary in order for you to move forward. So the second thing I want to talk about is coming up. All right, so letting go of your career let me just tell you hardest thing in the world to do because your career your job is your stability uh, it's your money and money is very important uh money makes the world go round gives us freedom to do the things we need to do and when we don't have it you know uh terrible feeling right and then you get into this state of panic because, like, oh, my God, I'm broke. I don't have this much money I need to do. You know, uh, it's not a good feeling. But, however, letting go of a career that no longer serves you is key to happiness. Let me just tell you. If you're driving to work regretting the job that you're in, you are not doing what's right for you and your higher self your higher self your soul is telling you this is not it and there is that voice that's inside of you saying you've got to make a change but you are either connected because of the money or social status or the you know the job title whatever that case may be letting go of a job that no longer serves you it's freeing. From experience, I've mentioned this before, I, I know what that what that feels like. Driving to work crying because you absolutely hate being there. We spend the majority of our lives at work. And then you're going to be at work miserable. And then what happens is that when you get off of work... Like I was, I would hit a happy hour. I would get a bottle before I go in, have drinks. Uh, I would like, you know, I go to the daiquiri place, get a drive through daiquiri with two shots, you know, and like drive around before I went home. Uh, cook dinner, drink wine. I was most of the time numbing how much I hated my job, right? And... Having the fear of letting go. Having the fear of stepping out on faith and doing what I really wanted to do. Having fear that I won't succeed. Like, what is that? Why do we do that to ourselves? What What is that accomplishing in our lives? What makes you different than anybody else that took a leap of faith and went and did what they wanted to do? What was in their heart? Not trying to make money. Because a lot of people is like, I'm going to do this so I can make money. No, 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 no. 
when you follow what's in your heart and what your divine soul mission is in this reincarnation, the money's going to come to you. It's not going to come to you if you're out there chasing it. You'll go chase it, but it's only, how can I say that? It's a, it's a, a quick fix, like a crackhead. I'm just saying. When you are in in alignment with spirit and you are following your life's purpose and mission, the money is going to come to you. But if you are being ego driven and you're and you're chasing money, it's not going to happen. One this guy I know, he's a friend of a friend. And he is a massage therapist. A massage therapist, you guys. Okay? He just bought a $600,000 beautiful home. Why? Because he did the work, busted his ass, and has A1 clientele. He's good at what he does. And he built his reputation. And now he's coasting through life. Coasting through life. And he's, he said, I absolutely love what I do. I love what I do. And I'm like, what? Coasting. And I'm not saying like, you know, you need a $600,000 home. I'm just saying that like, he, he followed his life path. He followed his life mission. He had hard times. He lost it twice. And then he still was like, but this is what I want to do. This is what I love. And that drive, that obsessiveness, that this is what I love. This is how it's going to be. I love doing this. I'm telling you, it will manifest into something great. But you can't get to that if you're in a career or job that you absolutely hate. If you want to be an attorney and you're like 35 or something like that, and you're like, you know what? I want to be an attorney. So, okay, then do it. Work your job and go to school. But a lot of people don't want the extra work. They don't want to do the work. Do the work to follow your dreams. It's not going to be easy. It's not that easy. It's never easy. You just do it. And you have the drive and determination that I'm going to be an attorney. I decide at 35 that I'm going to be an attorney. So, okay. There's no age. Age doesn't matter. Time is, it's, it's no time. Time is not even, it's an illusion. And I know that sounds crazy to people that aren't awakened, but it really is. Time is a 3D program. However... You can't waste time. <laughs> I know that sounds crazy as hell, but you just can't. You're sitting here thinking like, oh my God, I'm too old to go back to school. Or, you know, I'm just going to stay in this career forever. No, stop it. Stop it. No. You take the necessary steps that you need to take in order to follow your dreams and you do it. You do it. So many people are like robots to their jobs. They're a slave to their jobs and not doing what they love. Because when you're at a job, your cap is your cap. 
and you'll get a raise. You'll get like one, two, three, four, five percent raise. But really, is that enough? What kind of lifestyle do you want? What kind of life do you want? Do you not think that you're worthy of getting what you want? Trust me, I've been there. I know I'm worthy for the things that are coming to me. <laughs> but I had to get out of my own way. I had to get rid of that ego. I had to humble myself. I had to do things that most people won't do in order to get where I want to go. Am I there yet? Not yet, no. Am I working toward full speed ahead? Absolutely. And things are like popping up and manifesting and showing me that I am on my life path. My soul mission. Because I'm happy. And that happiness comes from within. I wasn't happy when I was at a 9 to 5. I hated that job. I hated it. I was good at what I did. I was the best. I did it in my sleep. I was easy. It was easy. But I wasn't happy. I got all these accolades. That's great. Great for my ego. Still wasn't happy. So letting go of your career and knowing that, you know, these things aren't something that I, uh, that I wanted to, that I want to do. This is something that I need to do. Following your soul mission, following what's in your heart and asking for help. How do I do this? Ask spirit, ask your ancestors. These are the things that I, I need, that I need help with. Show me. Say, show me, show me. And they will show you every single time on what to do. Letting go. You got to let go. And you have to surrender. And you have to allow. That is like the most important thing. Is allow it to come to you. And get out of your way. Move out of the way. Let your higher self take the driver's seat. And it's going to be a bumpy ride. It's going to be bumpy. You don't get some nicks, some cuts. But you can't let ego get in the way. You can't care about what other people think or say. And that includes your family because they're the harshest critics. You do what you have to do for you and what's good for you. And I can promise you it is nothing but blessings on the other side of that fear. Nothing but. And if you don't know what you need to do, ask. Show me what it, what, what's in my heart. Think about when you were a child. You know, think about that. And let's talk about letting go of a relationship. So the next thing and final thing of letting go is letting go of a relationship or the idea of what a relationship is supposed to look like and be. I had to clear my throat on this one because this is like so good. And so it's such an important lesson that I personally had to learn. Uh, As young women... We have this idea of a Hollywood romance 
boy meets girl, they get married, have family, live happily ever after, white picket fence, so forth and so on. Because that's programmed in us, right? I remember writing in my senior book in high school that I will be married with children at age 23. Because that is what was ingrained in me. Everybody around me and my family uh, were married. My parents, my grandparents were married for 50 plus years uh, before my grandmother died. My parents were married 36 years before my dad died. Like, you know, my aunts, uncles, everybody in our family just married. And that was what was instilled in me. You don't have children out of wedlock and you do get married first. And that is what you're supposed to do. Like the certain order in life. That is what you supposed to do. And that was my idea. Like I was a virgin until I was 18 years old because I was like, I'm not having sex until I'm married. And I, you know, anyway, so these programs that our parents put into us, things that, you know, we do, uh, it's based off the program that we grew up in, right? So when we meet a guy, we put that expectation on that guy. Okay, I met you. I love you. You're automatically supposed to love me. We're supposed to create this family, and that's how it's supposed to be. And that is just not a natural order. That doesn't always happen like that. That's not how that happens. We need to stop with this program of, white picket fences there's so many people that are in marriages that they don't want to be in because they aren't being true to themselves because they are programmed and this is how it's supposed to be I got a pregnant I got to get married or if I didn't get her pregnant well you know I'm going to continue to get this person that person this person pregnant because that's what my dad did my dad was a roller stone so I'm gonna be one too you know so it's it's no different But I'm just saying, though, like, letting go of that program is so important. And it's also freeing. When I got pregnant with my son, it wasn't a question that we would get married. Because I'm like, I don't even know if I'm going to be with him for the next 5, 10 years. At that point, I, I loved him. I was in love with him. But it wasn't like we never talked about marriage. And we both come from that. Like, his parents were married. They're still married forever. You know, my parents were married forever. So it was like, okay, this is what, okay, we're going to have this kid. It, it Because we broke that cycle. And I'm not saying that, you know, you nothing's wrong with, you know, if that's what you want is to have a family and be married and be with the father. There's nothing wrong with that either. But if you have that like I did like that ideal of how it's supposed to be and it doesn't work out the way you thought it should be let it go it's okay like I honestly I didn't want to have a child with someone that I wasn't going to be with I did say that because I didn't want my son to go And my child, you know, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. But that is his experience in this reincarnation. That he has two separate lives. 
because it's totally two separate lives. His dad is super conservative and I am like a hippie. And that is his experience. The children pick their parents. We don't pick them. They pick us. So there's something that my son needs from his father and his father's family. And there's something that he needs from me and my family. And that is how you have to look at it. And let go of the ideal of how it's supposed to be. Sometimes, and I remember uh, looking at Tracy McMillan uh, Instagram. And she talked about this very, very thing. She's like, you know, sometimes you have the baby. And then you later meet the guy. And then you get married to somebody else. It's like there's no order. And you don't feel bad about it not being in order. Some people don't even want to be married. And that's okay too. Look at Oprah. Oprah's not married. She's in a healthy, stable relationship. But she's not married. Letting go of the ideas and the programs that we have is very important when it comes to relationships. Another aspect of relationships and letting go is being with someone that doesn't serve your highest good. That to me is the hardest thing to do when you know that you absolutely love somebody and you love somebody so much and you have the idea that they're going to change and they simply don't because it's just not their time to and you might not be the right person to to foster that change in them. You know how it's funny how you, you know, I've seen... Uh, you've in a relationship with someone years right and you want them to marry you like you know come on like let's get married and years and so forth you dedicated and you've given to this person and then they separate from you and get married immediately to somebody else why do you think that is why do you why do you think that is it's because you kept blocking who is meant for you because you're holding on to this person so tight that there's another person waiting for you to let go of this fool. But you can't because you're too busy involved into the idea of what you thought that relationship is supposed to be like. Right? And he and men don't have the same mindset as a woman. That woman that he met didn't pressure him. You've already instilled and gave and put so much into him that he's like, boom, okay, something resonates. This is my soulmate. This is my twin flame. This is the person I'm supposed to be with. And he automatically marries her. No questions asked. Because that's how it's supposed to be. But you are so fixated on him that you're you're in your own way and blocking your own blessings for the person that's waiting for you. Instead of letting go. Letting go is so freeing. And letting go of a relationship that no longer serves your highest good is what you are supposed to do. And it will hurt. And let me tell you. That heartbreak of a twin flame and separation is like no other. 
it feels as if your heart's been ripped out of your chest. However, (laughs) stop chasing men that don't love you. Stop. Know your value, know your worth. And love on you and allow the right person that's meant for you to come in because that person is going to come, but they can't come if you're a hot ghetto mess. It just can't come. It's not going to come. It's not going to happen. It's not going to manifest. Everybody talk about, I hate being single. Men are trash. Okay. Exactly. The universe is like, okay, men are trash. I'm not going to send you anybody. I had to personally stop saying that because I was like, I'm a hopeless romantic in an environment of hookups because I know what I want. I want romance and I want to be treated like a, a princess and there's nothing wrong with that. So why do we settle and be in relationships we know we don't really want to be in just so we're saying that we're not lonely? And then we're so scared of letting go because we don't want to be alone. I have uh, someone I know her name. uh, I'm not going to say her name. uh, that, That I know. Okay. I've known her now for about three years. We were neighbors, friends. We used to hang out all the time, you know. And she's in a relationship with a guy that I absolutely couldn't stand. But that was not my place to say. Well, I told her. Because, I mean, I am who I am. I was like, he's trash. I hate him. He's trash. But, you know, you love him, whatever. But I understood why she loved him. Because that connection is like no other, right? And, um, but it became toxic. But they had been together for so long. And I was like, you know, I just think that, like, he's bringing you you down because of his, uh, his energy, right? But she loved him. And you know when we love somebody, we love hard. Us women, I'm just saying, men too. Until one day, something just clicked inside of her. And she said, just enough. And when she let go of him, literally, like, I've had enough. This is it. Drawing the line in the sand. It was maybe, what, a month or two later, she met the man of her dreams. Literally that quick. Things can happen in an instant, you guys. In an instant. But it's not going to happen as long as you're holding on tight to something that's not for you. Stop forcing it. This guy that she has now is amazing. He's amazing. And he supports her. He's everything that she wanted and asked for. And it's exactly what she needed in her life. And she got it. Because she finally let go. That is all I'm saying when it comes to relationships. Letting go of things that are not for you. I can't say that enough. I'd rather be single and alone than be lonely in a relationship, which most of you guys that's listen to this 
are having that experience. I make the decision not to date. So I'm not dating. But I will start in 2019. Probably around spring. I said I'll start around spring, start dating again. But now that I've done the work and done the self-love, then I know like what I want. And there's like boundaries that's going to be set. And I don't have any expectations. You know what I mean? I'm going to allow it to happen. But letting go of the idea of what it's supposed to be, I definitely let go of that. Do I have a list? Yeah. I got a list. I got a list. I got things that I'm like, okay. I know that in the past, the guys I've dated have been narcissistic. Well, I'm an empath. So it goes hand in hand. I mean, a narcissist is like honey to a bee. They love an empath. <laughs> it's like, it happens. But now that I recognize what it is, I'm like, okay, I know the signs in the beginning. But I had to let go. I had to let go of the ideas of this fairy tale, this Hollywood romance. I had to let it go. And it's so freeing because now that when I start dating again, it's like, okay, this is what I want. I want someone to show me romance and be courted and, and you know, and to bring me flowers and to, to buy little gifts for me and to show appreciation of how, how awesome I am because I'm freaking awesome. Because that's what I deserve. And I haven't had that. I haven't showed that within myself. So how can someone give it to me when I haven't given it to myself, right? Let go of things that no longer serve you. Let's wrap this up. All right. So ending this letting go episode what are your takeaways? Let's do a call to action. List something that you know you need to let go. You know, I love sitting at the kitchen table <laughs> or sitting in the dining room, being clear with a pad and a pen and sit down and you know deep down inside there's something you need to let go of. Rather, is an addiction, a relationship, a job, a person, an idea, a family member. You know who you need. You know who and what you need to let go of. Let it go. It's okay. I give you permission. I give you permission to let it go because let me tell you. Once you let it go, it is so freeing. The other side of that, it feels amazing. And I know from myself and my experience of letting go, I am still in the process of letting something go. And and it's hard. It's, it's so hard. But I know that when Spirit was talking to me last Saturday... As I, you know, even when I was out and about and I met my friends out, I literally was like, I have to let that go. I have to let it go. I have to stop checking in on it. I've got to stop 
I don't even think that I feel like I have this expectation from it because I don't. It's just that I care. And because I care and I'm loving, I want the best for that person, right? And even if that person don't even want the best for themselves. And that's something that I'm learning. Um, But truly just letting go. And then that weekend, like last Saturday, I literally like cut the cord on communication with that person. I cut it because I needed to. Um, Because all I'm going to do is enable that person and then like be a crutch. And I needed to do this episode not only for the people that this resonates with, but I had to do this episode for myself. Because letting go is so hard. It's so hard. But I know that Spirit showed me the other side of that. And that particular night, it was all these synchronicities that happened after I cut the cord. That I was like, man, I should have just stayed in my lane. I should have just continued to be, you know, focused on my path because I was derailed for like a couple of days. And I was like, no, 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 no. I have worked too hard in self-love and self-discovery to get derailed, right? And I'm saying this uh, from the bottom of my heart. Letting go of, why do I feel like there's somebody, okay, somebody's letting go of a divorce or something, I felt that too. Uh, Anyway, uh, letting go is freeing. Letting go, praying and meditating and being in your own space and think about what makes you happy. Just you, simply you. And allow the universe to give you the things that you want. Get out of your way. Move. Move out of your way. Another thing that I was getting this entire week, this past weekend, and this week is like the time is now. The time is now. My hashtag for 2019 is hashtag let's go. The time is now. The time is now. Stop wasting your time, bro. Stop it. Today is the day. Not tomorrow, not next week, not in 2019, but today. Today's the day. Right now is the time. You got to get to moving. You have to, you got to start now. We don't have all the time in the world. We're getting older. Life is passing us by. Think about where you were five years from now. Look at you already there at the five-year mark. What's your game plan for the next five years? What's your game plan for the next 10 years? What about 20? What are you going to be? How old are you going to be? What are you going to be doing? Have you even thought that far ahead? Do you think that the things that you want, that's within you, that you won't receive? Because you will. It's all about changing that mindset of yours. Changing that mindset. Two things I said 
that's my mantra for 2019 that I've already started now is number one, whatever I want, I will have, period. Whatever that looks like. Whatever I want, I will have it. I'm going to get it. No questions asked. I'm going to get it, period. Number two, the time is now. The time is now. Not tomorrow. Not the day after. But right now, in this very moment, the time is now. So, things that I used to procrastinate on, I don't. I get it done immediately. I see something, boom. Because I've trained my mind to be like, okay, what you waiting for? Why, why, why are you waiting on that? What you doing? The book that I've been procrastinating to write for years that I started, I started it again. I'm like, okay, April, the time is now. It needs to be published in 2019. You need to have it done. Have it done by Mardi Gras. It won't be, it probably not be finished by Mardi Gras. Mardi Gras is late next year. It's in March, but I'm just saying, I doubt if it'll be finished by then. But like, before my son's out of school in May, the book's gonna be finished. That's how determined I am this year. This how because I was like I, I planted the seeds in 2018. I went through the dark night of soul in 2017. I did all the work. Now 2019 is my manifestation to the work I did. But I had to let a lot of shit go. I had to let it go. Friends, experiences, people, all of that I had to let it go. You have to let it go because the time is right now at this very moment. And you know that you're on your right path because you start seeing synchronicities. You start seeing. 222-333-444-555-1212-1010. All these different number sequences and you know that you're on your path. An owl came to my window at 10.30 in the morning and sat there. It was so big and it could have been a reflection of the yard light on the eagle. I mean on the owl. Because the wings were so big, it looked like an angel came and sat on my windowsill. And I was just laying in bed and I was frozen. I sat up in my bed and I was frozen. Frozen. Because I didn't know what that was. I was like, is that an angel? I was like, God? Am I dead? (laughs) I was really confused on what was going on. Sitting there looking at the shadow of this creature that was on my windowsill. Too scared to look out the window until Spirit was like, look out the blind. Look out of the blind. And the closer I got to my window, I noticed it was an owl. And it kept moving its head back and forth. And then it started making noise the second I got to the window. And when I opened up the blind... It looked right at me and flew away. You can't tell me that's not magical. You can't tell me that's not spirit. You can't tell me that's not God. You can't tell me those things like that. Because that's right there showed me that I am in alignment. I am on my path. This is what I'm doing. Because I made the decision of letting shit go. Surrendering. Doing the work. When you do those things like that, I'm telling you, that's why I'm a life coach. You think that I don't have a passion for this? You think that, you know, in my head 
that that I want to do something else? No. This is one of many things that I want to do. I am driven. I am driven on helping people find their way. And now it's time for me to step it up. So more people, I can help more people. I need to help more people. I'm appreciative for the clients that I have now, but I want to help more people. Because there's people out there right now that's in the dark. Wandering around. Going to a job they hate. Being in a relationship they absolutely despise. Everything that you guys are going through right now, I've been through. Several times over. Several jobs I've walked out of. Several relationships. I'm like deuces. My friend's looking like, what are you doing? He's crazy. Yeah, on the outside. But on the inside, he's a hot ghetto mess. I don't want that. No. That is what makes me a solid life coach. Don't sit and wait on trying to change your life. If you need help, you know you need to reach out to me. Soul1 at mail.com, S-O-L-E-O-N-E at mail.com. You know, I'm Instagram, Soul Coach, S-O-L-E Coach underscore. Go to the link in my bio. Go to my website. Um, everything's there for you. I am doing 50% off all my services until the 31st. And then in January, I am raising my prices on my services. And I am backing away from the 101s. I'm doing an online program um, in 2019. Uh, so now is the time. Now is the time. Now is the time if you need help. Now is the time if you want me personally to help you. Like I've done for myself in numerous clients that I've helped along the way pull themselves out of the darkness and got them into the light and now they're on their path rocking and rolling living their life loving it I get messages and emails all the time April oh my god I can't believe this is happening oh my god I can't believe this life oh my god I can't I can't believe that this is my life right now because they did the work do the work have self-love And let's go. You guys have a good weekend. I'll talk to y'all soon.